the beauty of the pollen by s leonard bastin coffee break collection nineteen plants and flowers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the beauty of the pollen it is not easy for the modern botanist to accept the dictum that there is a special purpose in form and shape throughout the natural world whilst dismissing the old idea that beauty is intended solely to delight the eyes of mankind one is bound to admit that we cannot advance a practical reason for the formation of everything there is perhaps no better illustration of this than the infinitely varied design to be observed in the pollen of flowers the golden dust which plays so important a part in the marriage of the plants to the unaided vision the appearance of the yellow grains is not suggestive of anything very interesting but with the help of a powerful lens a whole world of hidden loveliness is brought to view the grain of pollen is even more complicated than it may appear at first sight for the strange design is simply formed by the covering which protects the precious contents inside the minute case is the fragment of protoplasmic matter a spot of life which is destined to bring about the mysterious process of fertilization the covering of the pollen grain is not of the same thickness all over here and there may be observed thin places like little windows the number varying according to the particular species the purpose of these is to facilitate the extension of the living matter in the grain which takes place when the pollen alights on the stigma of the flower certainly one cannot say that in all cases the strange design of the pollen is entirely without purpose when the grain is encased in a skin thick with bristles or spines it is obvious that the adhesive character of the pollen is much enhanced this is an important point when the flowers depend upon insect agency to distribute the fertilizing powder the pollen of the marguerite typical of a large number of composite flowers in this respect not only coheres but clings to any object very readily the yellow grains of the musk mallow although somewhat less formidable in appearance are not easy to separate so closely do they stick to one another even the beautiful crystalline forms of the dandelion pollen are covered with minute hairs and the small flies which often visit the massed florets of this blossom cannot fail to take away with them a good dusting of grain there are other means of ensuring that the pollen of flowers shall adhere together when the rhododendron blooms are at their best the touch of a bristle at one of the anthers will be sufficient to draw away all the grains from a cavity in a stream an examination under the microscope reveals the fact that the atoms are connected by long viscid threads the pollen grains of the rhododendron are objects of great beauty triangular in shape and finely reticulated in the pollen of the handsome rose-bay or garden willow herb we again find the streamers attached to each grain in this case the contents of the anthers hang from the stamens like torn ribbons it is impossible to overlook the very remarkable shape of the grains in this case 
although it is difficult to see what end can be served by this strange pattern the three projections which stand out so plainly at the corners of the grains represent the thin places in the covering skin to which reference has already been made two other flowers which in their pollen take on a more or less triangular shape are the nasturtium and the clarkia in reality the former of these has grains which are somewhat pyramidical in pattern although there is a great deal of variety in the design the example shown must only be taken as one of the more common forms and not as a type of the whole the pollen of the clarkia is certainly very curious consisting as it does of a rounded central mass adorned with three equidistant projections in some cases the little windows in the pollen grains are protected with small covers quite the strangest of these contrivances is that to be seen in the gourd tribe a typical example that of the marrow being depicted in the accompanying photograph it will be noticed that the whole covering of the grain is thickly strewn with spines whilst at intervals certain excrescences are apparent each one of these is provided with a little cap and at a certain stage in the development of the pollen the lid is raised allowing the contents of the interior to escape in the extremely beautiful pollen of the passion flower the thin places are ring-like when the matter inside commences to swell the portions of the covering which are encircled come away leaving three openings for the escape of the fluid within the grain with its exquisite markings the pollen of the passion flower must be regarded as the most handsome of the examples which have come under notice rounded grains are immensely common among the pollen of flowers a frequent type is that of the phlox a ball devoid of any excrescences but strongly marked and showing the thin places very plainly that very handsome flowers do not always produce the most elaborate forms of pollen is well illustrated in the case of the cactus the example shown represents a nearly round grain with longitudinal depressions a very common formation in the lily tribe is that which bears a close likeness to a grain of wheat in nearly all the foregoing cases of pollen the flowers which produce it are to an extent dependent upon insect agency for their fertilization in all these instances the pollen is found to be of a clinging nature such as will readily stick to any object there is no doubt that one reason for the various sculpturings which render the grains such pretty objects is to make them adhesive why these groovings should be so elaborate is of course a more difficult question to answer opposed to the clinging pollen we have the dusty pollen typical of all wind fertilized plants of this nature is the yellow cloud which we can shake from the hazel catkins the individual grains are quite smooth thus each speck floats away alone on the breezes in a manner which would be impossible if the pollen were of a sticky nature in the case of the pine trees an even more interesting provision is made to ensure a wide dispersal of the pollen here each grain is provided with a pair of bladder-like wings which act like the sail of a ship speeding the bark on to its destination 
End of The Beauty of the Pollen